You can call me privileged. You can call me a Nepo baby. You can assume I had a golden spoon in my mouth. But the reality is I'm blessed because I had a dad who went out, tried, tried, and tried again until he made something of himself. He created a ton of businesses and worked for himself from age 18 until he passed at 60. But most of those businesses failed along the way. But when he finally had a great idea and it worked out well, I was fortunate enough to ask him if I could work for him. And I truly feel like I learned from the best. You're smart, you're motivated. You wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Growing up with a rich dad or a rich mom doesn't mean it's all about being wealthy or having a lot of money. It's about the mindset, being in the mindset that says, I'm not gonna put my destiny in someone else's hands. I make my own fate. I control my outcomes. I own my own thing. And you know what they say, the student eventually becomes the master. And I was able to help him launch and grow this business like crazy with the skills I learned along the way. So I'm not concerned about what you think about me. I know who I am, not everyone, has come from a terrible beginning. For example, at church as a kid, they would literally only bring in people who had STDs or got pregnant at 16 just to tell us to not have sex. And it was like, wow, this seems really extreme. (laughs) Or they'd bring in drug addicts or people who were addicted to alcohol to try to implement in us, hey, don't do these things. But it's like, hey, well, what about Uh, me who lives a somewhat normal life and only wants to drink once in a blue moon. I'm not, you know, going crazy or living on the streets. And they really didn't give us anyone from a normal life who didn't have a wild background to look up to. You don't have to be an extremist to have problems or to be a blessing. Everyone can have problems and everyone can be a blessing. It's not all about your background. In this extreme world of keeping up with the Joneses, ahem, Kardashians, where we're tempted by credit cards and new cars and fancy clothes, dinners, vacations, self-care. How do you set yourself up to become the rich dad or the rich mom? What are you going to do differently to affect this change? Instead of buying your kids new cars for their 16th birthday, parents nowadays are buying properties for their kids to own. So when they turn 18, they have an investment, right? As well as a variety of other creative investing strategies. This can help set them up to build equity right from the start. Instead of owning a rapidly depreciating vehicle, that will eventually become a financial burden. And hey, I get it. You might not be in the financial position to purchase an investment property for your kids just yet, but there's a wide variety of other options you can explore. Start collecting gold or investing in certain stocks. Whatever it is, find something that makes sense for their long-term success. When it comes to keeping up with the Kardashians or the Joneses, we can really get caught up in what does everybody else have and what should I want? And if you are abiding by Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad methodology, hopefully you have multiple streams of income. Hopefully you have money coming in from a lot of different places. So if you do have young kids, it's going to be hard for them to not be spoiled. I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm going to accidentally create spoiled kids because I can't really help it. But you can help certain things by keeping them humble and giving them perspective. And just like we talked about, 
not buying them that car at 16. Buy them something else that's going to appreciate over time. It's also imperative to have conversations with your kids about money and finance. Answer their questions to the best of your knowledge and don't be afraid to say, I'm not sure, but let's find out together. Remember, own your ignorance. You might learn something of value too. Education doesn't end in school. Actually, it rarely begins in some schools, right? It happens at home and we're all going to have tons of life skills and lessons that aren't taught in school. But if you're not learning them at home, then where else will these kids learn it? It is so important that you're teaching life lessons of how to set yourself up for success, scalability, not working for the man or trading dollars for hours, right? All these different things are lessons that they're not talking about in school. But if you don't bring it up, your kids will never know when they're in $20,000 of credit card debt at age 20. Uh, yeah, don't rely on the school system to teach them everything because it will inevitably fail them. Teach them about stocks, creative investments, syndication, Airbnbs, residential assisted living, or whatever, you name it. There's a million things you can do with your money these days. And your kids should be aware of all these different ways that you can make money, not only the traditional routes and methods that we're really pushed to during school years. Introduce the value of a dollar by earning wages for their chores or performing well in school or athletic. I mean, let's be real. Performance is driven by quarterly bonuses and wage increases. So why not start that? with your kids. If they're old enough, encourage them to get a job. Nothing builds character and work ethic like working in retail or restaurants. And of course, learning how to budget and keep track of their money is vital, right? I like to recommend the no spend challenge, which is a week or a month without spending any money. This is a great exercise for them to really see where their money's going. A dollar at the vending machine, six bucks at Starbucks, 20 bucks at the movies. It adds up very quickly. And kids who are just handed money will not always appreciate how valuable budgeting skills truly are. I remember in high school when I wanted to start shopping more. Clothes became very important to me and it was like, okay, I want I want new outfits. I want this. I want that. And my mom was like, well, this is the budget we have. And when the money was spent, I'm like, but I want more. And she's like, then you have to go work, go get a job. And I started nannying at literally 12 years old and lied on my job description to get a job at Jamba Juice when I was 15 because I wanted money so bad. I was like, I want to spend more money on clothes. It's a silly way to get started, but they were trying to encourage me that no money doesn't grow on trees and you can't have limitless amounts of money. So it's important to teach your kids that as soon as I got a job, I fell in love with working and I literally never stopped working since, but it's so important to impress those lessons on them when they're young. I think it's totally valid to believe that some kids who grow up with money will become lazy. That's why some people have different tactics to keep their kids humble or working hard. I love Shaq's take on his children. He says, you know, that he's rich, but his kids aren't right? And how true is that? If your kids are constantly asking and expecting for money and waiting on their inheritance, which is a bit morbid, right? They may not work as hard or work at all because they think something's coming down the line. So I'm just getting through these next years until I get that later. So it's better to prepare them to be savvy with their money. Whether their goal is to be a business owner like yourself or a high level W2 executive, just encourage them to make something of themselves. Nothing 
nothing sweeter than making your own money on your own. We all know that feeling when you got that first paycheck. And for a lot of us, it was way less than we ever thought it would be. And we're like, wah, wah. But it's so important for them to learn that and then realize, wait, mom and dad were giving me that in like a week and I just worked three weeks for it, two weeks for it. Oh man. Now they're learning the value of money. So don't just hand things to them. We have to teach these lessons. Here's another example. Andrew Getty, the grandson of the oil tycoon, J. Paul Getty, in 2015, at just 47 years old, he died from accidental gastrointestinal hemorrhage and had a toxic level of meth in his system. His brother, John Gilbert Getty, died in 2020 of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease complicated by fentanyl toxicity, aka two drug overdoses. A quote from a Forbes feature about the Gettys reads, the story of the famed Getty family is one of the most obnoxious examples that money, cold hard cash, doesn't buy happiness. In 2014, the Gettys were reported to have a combined net worth of $5 billion, making the Gettys the 54th most wealthy family in America. Don't let your kids wash it away. Don't let them get caught up in this crazy world. When you grow up with money and privilege, you're often not, if ever, told no. Crazy, right? I saw this funny thing on TikTok, like when you drive by McDonald's, what did your mom say to you? And some people's answers was like, we don't have money for that. Or no, we don't have McDonald's money. And somebody else said, my mom said, okay, let's go. And I was laughing so hard because I was like, oh no, this is going to be me as a mom. Like it's hard to say no if you have the, the resources to do it. It's hard. So the only time that some of these, you know, kids who are growing up with rich dads, rich moms is told no is that there is no limit, right? Hey, future young bosses. If you're a sucker for valuable skills that will help you climb the career ladder and put you on your way to becoming a young boss, then you better subscribe right now and follow the Young Boss Podcast on Instagram or TikTok. Now, back to business. Even if you have the means and the ability to provide whatever your children may want, that doesn't mean you should. We have to make them earn it. You know, even if they get any at all. One of the best gifts you can give your children is understanding limitations and making sure that they're comfortable with hearing the word no. A big thing that my parents implemented with me and I can't wait to implement with my own children coming soon is donations, charity, giving back. Every single year, I would do something to give back, whether it was going on a missions trip, going to donate a bunch of clothes to Goodwill, go serve food at a food kitchen. All those different things made me think outside myself. Wow. The world isn't all what I think it is. And it's so important to expose your kids to that. Whether it's around the corner or across the world, they need to see that not everyone's living the same life as them. Because growing up with a rich dad, rich mom, right? If you're abiding by those principles from the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, it's all about mindset. What kind of mindset about money and hard work are you teaching your kids? Check in on their beliefs. They're likely being directly influenced influenced by you. And they're either becoming like you or trying to become everything you're not. Regardless, it's a reflection of who you are and how you present yourself to them. Likely, their definition of success is derived from your definition of success. If they think being successful is having a big mansion with a butler and fancy cars in the driveway, like their favorite YouTuber, their mindset may not be realistic or authentic. While having money and financial freedom is nice, I don't believe that success is measured by money. 
And I'm pretty sure you think the same thing. Maybe not, but there are many other ways to measure success, like the quality of your relationships, your health, your experiences, and the like. Another way to measure success could be how much time you spend working. Something like earning passive income so you have the time to spend with your family or friends instead of working an 80-hour week. Yeah, that's success. And that's what the book is completely based on. That being said, I don't want to detract from the value of good work ethic. That's what's ultimately going to allow for the passive income, the financial freedom, and the quality relationships that open up doors. You need to consider what is their work ethic like. For example, the Kardashian-Jenner family is a great one as far as work ethic. Kim Kardashian, of course, is famously quoted for saying, get your ass up and work, which created a lot of controversy, but she's right. Everyone wants the house, the cars, the vacation, this, that, the time freedom. But when it comes time to hustle and do the work, they're nowhere to be found. Crickets. You can say what you want about that family and about Kim, but they do always seem to be working and growing and expanded and they're loaded. So there's something to be said there. When it comes to your kids, if they're spending time with you, they're going to start learning and seeing your habits. So if you work hard and you can afford that vacation, they're going to connect the two. Through time Time spent with people, seeing how consistent they are in their interactions, relationships, habits, it's something that's built and instilled over time. So lead by example. Let's be real for a minute. The mindset of a child with rich parents can get ugly. But if you weren't the child of rich parents, but now you've become a rich mom or dad on your own volition, it's easy to become jealous or resentful of your own children. I literally have heard stories of some of my friends who didn't grow up with much, and now they've worked really hard, started their own business, and they look at their kid who's super ungrateful, and they're like, are you kidding? If I had half of what you had, I would have been jumping for joy. I would have been so grateful. My mom gave me one pair of shoes from Payless, right? And that's all we could have. And you have a closet full of shoes and they get literally resentful towards their own kids. But you have to be the one to change that. Of course, everyone's going to try to provide their kids with the life that they didn't have. And if you are able to provide that, you need to have really real conversations with them about that. About, of course, your history and how you grew up, but also showing them what life could be like. Maybe your siblings aren't doing as well as you. And when they hang out with their cousins, they see that really quickly. Or taking them downtown to see where all the homeless people are hanging out during the day. All those little things give them perspective. You don't want to have a bunch of freeloading adult kids one day. So you've got to teach those lessons young. Give them humility, teach them generosity, and set the tone with them. If you are going to be living life in a different way, then it's going to be hard to parent them because you have no example of what it looks like to be parented by someone who has an entrepreneurial mindset, who does make their own money, right? And so you're going to be learning along the way with them. So be honest with them, but also share your failures. You see, as a business owner, we're not going to always succeed. Sometimes we're going to fail. And I remember when my dad technically like lost his job, like a lot of his investments went down and what he was doing at the time stopped working out. His business had failed and we lived off of his savings for literally seven years. My parents' initial plan was to use that money to go retire and live in Italy and all the money went away, right? And we needed that money to survive and to live. But it was so important for me, actually, that my dad showed me that, hey, when you go do your own thing, you do control your destiny. And sometimes things fail. Sometimes your ideas don't work out. And growing up with a parent who'd never let that stop them, who never let that, you know, 
say, no, don't go further. Go back to the nine to five, go work for someone else. Go put your dreams away. No, he was like, this didn't work out, but the next one will. And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So if you are going to be raising your kids and you're now an entrepreneur and you didn't grow up with a parent like that, I want to share that with you. Inspire your kids by being real with them, by sharing with them your wins and your failures. Because if they do want to follow in your footsteps and start their own thing, you don't want them to think it's just going to be wins all the time and that every idea is is a success and everything's going to be amazing because it maybe won't. And that's okay. They need to learn those lessons with you, but not be fearful of it. And that's the key. If you're not the type of person who grew up with a rich mom or rich dad in mindset or in deep pockets, then maybe surround yourself with some friends who did. Ask them their experiences and what helped that their parents told them or what helped that their parents hid from them. Those are really important things to learn if this isn't a zone that you're comfortable in and you don't know what to do with. But always remember that your kids are watching you. They're watching you way more than they're listening to you. They're watching you way more than they're going to hear any lecture that you give them. They are watching you. I once heard a story about lions and bear with me, okay? But when lions are in their adolescent years, right? Equivalent to human years, like 14 to 20, they literally hate their parents. They're disgusted by them. They're turned off. They want to leave the pack. And this is animal nature teaching them to not have incest and go away and start their own, you know, family, start their own little kingdom over there. And so in human nature, we do the exact same thing. Your kids ages 14 to 20 probably don't like you very much. And maybe it's not exactly those age. Maybe your 12 year old doesn't like you right now, or your 25 year old doesn't like you right now. I get it, but they're not supposed to like you human nature. They're supposed to be like, you're dumb. You don't get it. You're stupid. You're annoying. Okay. That's what they're supposed to be doing because they're supposed to be leaving, going, making another family, another tribe over there. And everyone knows right after college, all of a sudden you're like, mom, I love you. You're the best. Right. A lot of people really appreciate their parents once they've grown up and they're kind of in their mid 20s. But during that time, those transitional years, it's so important for you to surround yourself with other adults who are good influences. So when we talk about you having friends who maybe can help you raise your kids in a new and different mindset that you were raised in, also think about the adults that are around them, the adults you hang out with that influence your kids. During those years, they're not wanting to listen to you, but they are listening to those people around you. So make sure you have good people around you, good influences that can be a blessing to your kids. In conclusion, I want to say, I know I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky. And I want to pass the lessons that my rich dad or rich mom passed to me. I want to give those to my kids. If you didn't have a rich dad or rich mom, you can still be the rich dad or mom to your future children. You can still learn these skills and implement them. And let's make one thing clear. At the end of the day, being rich, having deep pockets or wealth doesn't always mean the same as being a rich dad from the concepts of the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's all about mindset and it's definitely something different. We've even had guests on this show whose parents weren't rich parents. They weren't entrepreneurs and they themselves are now living that life and they're being able to transition that the first generation and bringing that into their new families. So don't let it stop you. Whatever your background is, whatever your history is, you can be whoever you want and need to be for your future kids or your kids right now. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. And let me know, did you grow up with a rich dad or rich mom in mindset or pockets? Either one. Remember, your youth is your power. 